there are a lot of stores with no lineups. All the clothing stores, the takeout restaurants, the dentist. <laughs> but I can see already from here that the place I'm heading does have a lineup. The shopping list is different now. How much, what type, what can we freeze? What happens if we need to stay inside for two weeks solid? I am Madian Andrade, and from the University of Toronto, this is the new normal. And that's where we are. Grocery shopping requires a strategy. It requires a plan. Actually, it's not too bad. Only about, oh, I don't know, six people in line. So the grocery store opened at eight. I was there by about, oh, I don't know, quarter to eight, along with four or five other people, all respectfully staggering ourselves across the sidewalk. Uh, nicely spaced. So I'll just join the back here. No, no, you please. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Occasionally, someone else would walk up and and walk straight to the door like they expected it to open. Sort of be taken aback and, and then read the sign. And then sort of come to themselves, look around, and notice that there was actually a queue, and go to the back. What was really strange to me, though, was how quiet it was. Not that there was no traffic, um, but that no one was talking to each other. Many people were wearing masks, and I know sometimes when you can't see if someone's smiling uh, or if their voice is muffled, it makes it hard to talk. But it, it wasn't just that. It was almost like we were afraid that conversation would spread the virus. It was almost like we didn't know what to do or say in this strange new world, whether it was socially acceptable to talk when talking meant in Trudeau's words, you might be talking moistly. <laughs> so they let us in the store. What was so interesting about that was how do you move through a small downtown grocery store? How are you doing? Without. Thanks for doing this work. Getting into someone's personal space without being within that arc of six feet of a, someone swinging a hockey stick around themselves. And the answer is, there are a lot of missteps. Sorry. <laughs> and in my case, a lot of missed aisles. The section where all the vegetables are, which I definitely need, is packed with people, as well as someone stacking the shelves. I'll try to remember to come back. Okay, I don't know if there's any way to get back to the vegetables because you start down one aisle and realize, ah, someone's coming the other way. Sorry, I'll go this way. <laughs> what do I do? It's not always clear what you do. And again, what was so strange is that for most of this, people were completely silent. The one exception was when I turned the corner to go into the pasta aisle. And there was a woman there with a mask up over her face, standing in front of the pasta, which is where I was headed. 
And she turned to me and said, do you know what rigatoni looks like? <laughs> and I laughed and I said, uh, kind of like tunnels, chopped up tunnels. And she said, oh, there it is. She said, do you know which brand of rigatoni comes in a box? And by that point, I guess the look on my face was somewhat like, are you serious? And she said to me, I'm shopping for a neighbor. And I said, oh, is it an older person? And she said, yes, she's 83. And there's very particular things she wants. I said, yeah, at that age, it really is hard to accept that things have changed and that those particular things you want may not be available. The grocery store had a lot of gaps. Almost no craft dinner. The bare naked ladies would be proud of us. No bacon. No butter. I mean, some of these shortages have changed over time, but some of them clearly remain. And others are a constant challenge to you, to that inner hoarder within you. Since this day, I've been to the grocery store more than once, knowing we have enough toilet paper. And nevertheless, when you get to that aisle, and there's toilet paper there, a part of you says, buy a couple packages, just in case. But really, that's what we need to resist. This works better if we all take only what we need and leave what's necessary for others. It's a strange thing where every decision is a balance between what you and your family need and what you know will be best for your neighbors. Or at least I hope that's how people think about it. There's some big questions in this time of social distancing when we're, we're still not locked down in the way that some places are. The other day, I was in my backyard and I heard what sounded like a party from a couple yards over. And I thought, I'm pretty sure that's not just the people who live in that house. And then what do you do? There's a number you can call. Have we really got to the point where we do that? In the end, I decide no. These are still my neighbors. If I need to, I'll knock on the door, stand back six feet, and just talk to them. I'm Madian Andrade, and this is The New Normal. <laughs>